Welcome, everybody, to Books with Cooks, a podcast for bookies and foodies. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm Alex. And we're two cousins who are also best friends who love to read. Yeah. And I love to cook. And I cook to survive. We'll be reviewing, analyzing, sometimes overanalyzing, and discussing the books we're currently reading, as well as new and old recipes from our kitchen to yours. By the way, we're real people with real families. So you may hear cats, dogs, birds, babies, and husbands. So enjoy that bonus material. Now let's get booking. And have a tasty chat. the end of this episode for some bloopers and bonus content. Hey, 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 listeners. If you're enjoying our podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple, Spotify, or your preferred streaming service to help us reach more listeners and spread the word about our podcast. All right. So we just want to introduce a new segment on our Thursday episodes called Harpoon That Tune. Can you guess a tune within five seconds of hearing its intro? We want to know. If you can guess, reach out to us via email or message us on our socials with the answer to be featured in an upcoming episode and grab a chance to be entered in an upcoming giveaway. Oh, yeah. Today's tune is... Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Hey. Hi, Jess. Hi, Alex. What's up? <laughs> nice. Why are we being weird? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, how are you? <laughs> Bad. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like delirious right now. I don't know. How, you know what I'm saying? My face yeah. hurts. My yeah. face hurts. We've been having a real fun time over here. <laughs> We've been having a rony. <laughs> having a rony for sure. Of a time over here. Our Thursday episodes are always so much fun to record. I know. Hopefully you guys can tell by the finished product, but we have so much fun. Seriously. We were just having like an aftermath conversation um, after we recorded the game that you're going to hear later on in this episode. Uh, we were quoting movies. We're doing all kinds of things. Me and her were delirious. Uh, me and Alex were literally delirious, <laughs> laughing, hysterical. Probably this whole recorded yeah. recording of this episode. Yeah. To the fact that my face is numb. Like it hurts. <laughs> I'm in physical pain <laughs> from laughter. All right. So whoever says laughter uh, is the best recipe or something. Yeah. For face hurt. <laughs> all right <laughs> that's, a, that's, what I'm ex- that's what i'm experiencing at the moment all right oh i'm dying here i'm dying here I'm dying here i'm in the dark here i'm in the dark <laughs> yeah i guess i think we're gonna talk about that actually and why we always say it <laughs> well, we talked about it in the tuesday episode oh okay oh my god <laughs> Like oh, <laughs> oh man. Uh, so what's new? What's going on with you? Oh look, I can rhyme. <laughs> Not well. No, Not well. No, I can't rhyme. Go ahead. Alex said she wants a rap. Go, Alex. Give me <laughs> your best rap. I can't rap. <laughs> hip hip hop hip hop, hip -hop anonymous? anonymous. I said a hip hip 
What was the little, what is the old lady uh, rap in, what is it, uh, The Wedding Singer? I, said, yeah. I love hop. that movie. Hippity hop, hop, hippity hop. She's so cute. <laughs> uh, he, he always seems to have like a cute little old lady in his movies, Adam Sandler, for some reason. Yeah. Just hanging out with the cute old ladies. Yeah. Rob always <laughs> quotes Happy Gilmore to me, so... I'll say like, oh, my back hurts or something like that. And he'll be like, oh, well, does your back hurt? Because you just pulled landscaping duty or something like that. Something along those lines. Yeah, yeah we always do that too. Or I'll be like, can you get me a gl-? When I say to Doug, like, or he'll say it to me, like, can you get me a glass? Mm. Uh, he'll be like, can you get me a glass? Can you get me a cup? I'll be like, I'll give you a warm glass. To shut the, shut the fuck up. Oh, shut the hell up. <laughs> you will go to sleep or I will put you to sleep. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, we say that to the baby too, but whatever. Oh uh, no, I'm kidding. We don't. We don't say that to him. <laughs> that would sound awful. He wouldn't know we're quoting something, and he'd be like, "What? Childhood trauma, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly." <laughs> so, Jax, twenty twenty three year old Jax, why are you sitting in my therapist chair? My parents quoted all these movies to me, made me think that it was really happening. Why it wasn't even happening? Why did you do that? <laughs> No, he really didn't do that. No, I know. <laughs> but he might end up in the chair just from our <laughs> conversations. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> My parents are seriously problematic. He's going to think it's just normal. And then one day when he's a little bit older, he's going to go over to a friend's house and their parents are just going to be having a normal conversation. He's going to be like, wait, that's weird. Why aren't they just making sound effects? <laughs> Your parents are boring. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so funny. Uh, so... I want to see it for the first time ever in a long time, uh, a movie that's coming out called Ooh. Argyle. Did you see the coming attractions for this? No. Oh, I want to see it. There's so many people in it. So it's called Argyle and it's uh, Bryce Dallas ha- Howard. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Two slice hilly. Uh, <laughs> eat, eat my shit. Oh, uh, oh. No. So Bryce Dallas Howard is in it. Um, Catherine O'Hara, uh, Brian Cranston, Dua Lipa, Henry Cavill. Alex is like, you have me at Harry yeah, Henry Cavill. I, I'm sold. Also, Dua Lipa <laughs> um, is an interesting yeah. choice. Sam That's... Rockwell is in it. Okay. Um, Samuel L. Jackson. Like, basically, who's not in it at this yeah. point? There's so many people in it. It's like a big star-studded cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, I think, the same guy who did um, The Kingsman, which I like. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, it's like action-y like that. Yeah. But basically you're in um, Bryce Dallas Howard is writing a book. Mm-hmm. So you're half in her action book and okay. you're half out of it. But she's actually having action outside of her book, too, because she's writing about something. And uh, it's she's actually writing about something that she thinks is fiction, but it's not. And people oh, are coming shit. to her because she's exposing okay. shit. It's, it sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. It sounds uh, and fun. Then there's a cat. There's a cat involved. OK. Yeah. A cat and Henry Cavill. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm going to send you the co- the trailer the coming attraction because henry cavill's in the beginning and you're just gonna be like oh yeah i think he's part of her action book and dua lipa too you'll see it just looks great for the first time i was watching this trailer and i was like i want to see this movie yeah and i haven't felt like that in a while so yeah i can't remember the last time i was like i don't even see movie trailers anymore to be honest oh it came up on tiktok it was like one of the ads Oh my God. Okay. Speaking of which, this came up on my TikTok. Maybe just because TikTok, my my TikTok knows my algorithms. But did you ever, you, did you ever read the Percy Jackson series? No, I've always okay. wanted to, but didn't. 
because they're making it into a series on Disney Plus oh. and it aired the first episode airs on December 20th and I'm so excited and then last night I saw that they're rebooting the Harry Potter series they're making it into a television show on HBO and it's going to air yeah, in 2025 or 2026. And I'm so excited. I've like never been more excited <laughs> for anything besides these two things right now. <laughs> yeah, that's really exciting. Yeah, that's no, I'm excited for that. Know. And I think I've mentioned this to you before, but they're supposedly turning Akatar into a series as well on Hulu. Mm. No, and, I did not hear this. Oh, yeah, they are. And I've been super excited about it. I don't know when it's supposed to come out, but everybody keeps talking about who they would fan cast as the characters. And Henry Cavill's name comes up quite a bit to play Resand or some other characters from Akamath. And I'm like, I mean, honestly, he could play all of them and I would be happy. I wouldn't even care. <laughs> I wouldn't even care that they're all the same guy. He just plays all the roles like like Eddie, plays Murphy, 90, Eddie Murphy 90s, early 2000s movies, just playing all the roles. He's the surreal. <laughs> I mean, I, I would, I would watch, I would watch that <laughs> without a would. doubt, without a doubt. <laughs> I, um, that's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, well, I do have another movie related update for you, but okay. <laughs> it's also involves Taylor Swift. Of I course. saw an article this morning. Cause I don't know if you saw, she released, uh, I guess like a movie version in IMAX of the era's tour. I don't think it's yes. the whole concert, but yeah. anyway, she sold more than the Barbie movie. And they said that it's making all of these like movie people really upset that she well, sold so much. I still want to get like on Zoom together or something and watch the Barbie movie. Yeah. And review it on here. I think we should do that. Yeah. I think that fun. would be a fun bonus episode to do like a movie bonus. Yeah. Yeah. Even though we were kind of hating on it and now we're going to watch it and we're probably going to love it. So. I mean, I heard that it's kind of like a musical, too. And I you know how I feel about my musicals. Can't go wrong. Uh, I was hating on it because it was in my face constantly. They were just throwing it in my face. Remember, I was like, can't take it. Anymore. Yeah, it's constant. Yeah, a um, lot of marketing. And then, yeah. And then I seen a clip of remember, I sent it to you a clip. Sublime. Of, um, yeah, he's yeah. like sublime. <laughs> and I was like, all right, maybe I want to see it. Yeah. Uh, and then I found out it was a musical. And I was like, oh, now I kind of do want to see it. Yeah. And then when my friend told me, she was like, you'll love it. I've seen it three times. In the <laughs> I was like, fine, I want to go. <laughs> and that was that. So yeah. <laughs> now I officially want to see it. <laughs> yeah. And I shall. And I shall. Yeah, we should have a girls movie night via Zoom. Yeah. And we should, you know, maybe drink a little wine. Maybe mm-hmm. not. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, and review that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that sounds all. good to me. So, you know, be be prepared. Be prepared. For, for a Barbie bonus sode. Yeah. Maybe we'll go live on TikTok, too, while, while we do it. That could be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I feel like I'm dying from laughter. I know. <laughs> I'm still getting over being sick. I, I thought I was over being sick, but now I feel like this just made me sick again. <laughs> all the laughter just brought things back. <laughs> uh well yeah it's a lot of laughter i'm having a bowl yeah just so you guys know like if it sounds like we're having a great time it's because we really are having a great time when we record these things for you guys so yeah that's that take that information (laughs) and do what you will with it (laughs) do with that what you will (laughs) all right well Uh, that said let's go on to our word of the d all right we had a good conversation (laughs) okay it's time for the word of the day. Remember that we encourage our listeners to use these words in your daily conversations and with us on our socials. Each word of the day will come from the Word of Day Vocabulary Workbook by Francine Puckley or Franny the Pucks. Follow the link in bio to get a copy for yourself. Without further ado, today's word of the day is... Ravenous. 
One of my favorite words, actually. Spelled R-A-V-E-N-O-U-S and pronounced Rav-Anus. It's an adjective defined as powerfully hungry, intensely eager to be satisfied. For example, I am ravenous. Fortunately, dinner will be ready soon. Alex, can we come up with some examples? All right. All right. When it is yummy, yummy, nom, nom time in my house, all of the animals, my cats and dogs, are ravenous for their dinner. And that's what I call it. Yummy, yummy, nom, nom time. And they all know what that means. Actually, I shouldn't say it too loud. They're looking at me. I don't think you have the capacity right now to be serious. And you... <laughs> I mean, it's a trick. It was a good example. Shut up. All right. Uh... I question the word ravenous because I wonder, do ravens eat a lot? Probably. Are they considered scavengers? Maybe. I don't know. All right. Uh, They're very smart, very intelligent. They are. They are. All right. Well, here's some trivia about the word ravenous. Roots in the late 14th century, at the time meaning obsessed with plundering, extremely greedy, from the old French ravine, meaning violent rush, robbery. By the early 15th century, the term shifted to meaning voracious. Interestingly enough, the word has nothing to do with ravens. There ah, you go. It has nice. nothing to do with ravens. Okay. <laughs> that is interesting enough because that just answered my question. Yeah. Okay. Also voracious, great word. Mm, yeah. All right. So that brings us to our speech series. As you know, we like to enhance your speech as well as our own. And we're going to be taking these from the Well-Spoken Thesaurus by Tom Healer or Tommy the Heels. So for this week, what you're not going to say is now that I think about it. And instead, you're going to say in retrospect. So, for example, you're not going to say now that I think about it, the turkey was on the lawn. Instead, you're going to say. In retrospect, I believe that turkey was on the lawn. And that's exactly how you're going to say it as well. So there you go. Why is the turkey on the lawn, though? Why is he there? I don't have the answers to these questions, Jessica. It just is. Just allow the turkeys to live their lives. Well, next time you guys have a turkey on your lawn, you know what to say. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. Well, that brings us to our question of the day. (laughs) Uh, and our rapid fire round. So let's go. All right. Oh my God. I'm crying here. Crying here. <laughs> oh God. Definitely stay after this episode because there will be some fun bonus content for you. <laughs> this rapid fire round is things you shouldn't do in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry in advance. <clears throat> things you shouldn't do. In the dark. We're going to have two minutes on the clock to shout out as many things as we can think of. Are you ready, Alex? I think so. I don't know if I'm ready. (laughs) There we go. All right. Two minutes on the clock. Things you shouldn't do in the dark. Go. Paint a room. Paint a portrait. Paint your nails. Yeah. Do your makeup. Brush your hair. Punch a dick. Uh, Blow dry your hair. Pet a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Pet a turkey on the lawn. Um read a book go for a stroll by yourself go for a stroll with a turkey um in the dark listen to ghost stories oh yeah uh you should never walk around your house in the dark Mm. Uh, because you could trip over something and get hurt Mm. like a Um, dick cook in the dark (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely don't cook in the dark you're gonna get hurt yeah it's not wise 
Although, is it 100% dark if the fire is there? I don't know. Are you cooking over a campfire? (laughs) (laughs) What kind of fire are you cooking over in your kitchen? (laughs) I'm kind of concerned about your cooking at all now. (laughs) Let me see. Things you You can't do in the dark. Cut your chicken with a knife? Use a knife at all. Really? Drink Uh, alcohol? Feed your fish. Uh, cut your meat. Go through your bills. Pay your bills. Write a check. Okay. Um, pick write a, a pet. Write a letter to your pen pal. Uh, pick a spouse. <laughs> <laughs> Why love is blind? <laughs> Get dressed. Uh, jump on a trampoline. Okay. Jump um, it all. Really. Time's up. Okay. <laughs> All right. We tried to be really good there. There was a couple of times we made a slip. Mm-hmm. A little slip of a dick, but that's okay. <laughs> I am so sorry for everyone in this episode. This is <laughs> definitely not a PG episode. All right. Let's go to our questions. Let's run to our questions. All right. So first question, are you currently or or have you ever been afraid of the dark? Do you always turn lights on when you walk around in your house at night? Yes. And yes, uh, I'm not currently afraid of the dark, but I do sleep with a light on. I will not sleep in the dark. I have to have the TV or a light on or something. Mm-hmm. And Doug hates that because he wants to sleep in the dark. Yeah. And I always turn the lights on because I've seen enough horror movies. And when they don't, it frustrates my soul. <laughs> So, you know, just in case I am the type of person where I know there's a wire there or something and I'll trip over it. So I need the lights on because I need to protect myself. Okay. How about you? We are exact opposites. So, (laughs) no, I'm not afraid of the dark, but I cannot sleep unless it's like pitch black in the room. And Rob is like you. He needs to fall asleep with like the TV on or something. And... I, I have to wait until he falls asleep and then I turn everything off or I put on my little sleep headphones that go over my eyes and it blocks out sounds and light because I need the sensory <laughs> deprivation. And <laughs> I do not turn the lights on when I walk around. Sometimes if if I need to go and I'm not sure what I'm looking for or maybe I'll use like the flashlight on my phone or something. But usually if I'm just getting up to use the bathroom or something, I'll just walk down the hall, go and then come back and I don't turn any lights on. So, hmm. yeah. Seems illegal to me. <laughs> you gotta turn some lights on. I walk by moonlight. Oh, <laughs> how very poetic of you. <laughs> All right. Now, question two. Okay. Uh, sticking with the dark theme here. If you were a character in Star Wars, would you join the dark side or be a part of the rebellion? For example, a Jedi. Yeah. I would obviously join the rebellion. I would be alongside Han Solo. We would fall in love and we'd live happily ever after with little Jedi babies. Even though I don't think he's a Jedi, but I would be a Jedi and he would be my my protector and my friend. Han Solo? Han Solo. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, I'm going to be tempted to join that dark side, right? <laughs> I want to use the... F- well, because it's this... This cookies. All right. It's cool there. What? I don't know. No. Uh, First of all, Darth Vader is my favorite. He's awesome. Awesome character. Okay. He's scary as hell if you do work for him, obviously, because he will kill you. But I think the force is super cool. So, I mean, you could be a Jedi and use the force, right? Yeah. 
All right, so fine, I'll be good and I'll be the Jedi and I'll have the force. But part of me wants to be like, come to the dark side. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not really. <Okay. laughs> put it this way. If it's real life Jedi, if it's a theatrical performance of some kind, I want dark side. It's exciting. That's all. Okay. You're going to be like a an implant on the in the Jedi rebellion for the dark side. So you're going to be just convincing people to join the dark side. Like, hey, I heard that Dark Vader's got cookies and milk. Do they have cookies and milk now? I'm, I think I'm an implanted spy. Fact. I like yeah. it. <laughs> I like As it. you all know, we recently read A Flicker in the Dark by Stacy the Wills. Stacy Willing. We picked our favorite good and bad reviews in case anyone's on the fence about reading it. Flicker in the Dark currently has an overall rating of four out of five on Goodreads and a 4.3 on Amazon with a publication date of January 10th, 2022. Alex, let's do the bad reviews first. What do you got? Okay, so this is a one star review. And this person said, I almost always give even the shittiest books at least two stars because the author I'm bashing wrote words and got them published. Good job. However, given that the story has already been optioned by Emma Stone, I don't think the author will be weeping into her labradoodle's fur over my piddly little review. So fuck it. One star. Wow. There you go. <laughs> Seriously better. Okay, uh, I have two little tiny one star reviews. The first one is I'm convinced that anyone who has rated this book above one star is illiterate. That's harsh, but okay. The second one says very it's harsh. also very harsh. It's a one star. It says, uh, it didn't flicker to me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the good reviews. Alex, what you got? Okay. So I have a five star. And this person said, this is a psychological thriller that will keep you guessing. I cannot believe this is a debut book because it was so good. I was pulled into the story right from the beginning and I did not want to put it down. This book kept me guessing and it kept having me change my mind over who did it. The main character of this book was not lovable, but she made me root for her by the end. The ending of this book was so great, but I also love the beginning. If you love a book with a ton of suspense and keeps you on your toes, then this is the book for you. Nice. All right, so I have a five star also, and it says, imagine finding out your father is a serial killer and you're only 12 years old. Her memory of her father with a shovel, Psst. all those young girls going missing only to find out it's dot, 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 your dad's fault, bodies, dot, dot, dot. Were they found? Then move on to her becoming an adult on the anniversary of the past. Women, dot, 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 go, dot, 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 missing. What? so dramatic i know so much suspense <laughs> it can't be her father so who is it there were a couple of suspects i had in mind and the reveal well that wasn't what i was thinking until the very end when the penny dropped a good suspense biting your nails kind of read a few gasps and plenty of staying up late reading this book all right there you go is the, the penny drops a saying is that I like guess, a thing that people say well, just like ass pull, obviously, we don't know about these things. <laughs> but yeah, it, it literally just says, uh, very end when the penny dropped. <laughs> okay. Um, Weird. Right. By the way, no pennies <laughs> drop in this novel. No. <laughs> All right. So we've heard what other people have to say. Now, here's our backflap submissions. Jess, take it away. Have you read A Flick in the Dark yet? I just did. And now I'm in the dark here. Jess and Alex. <laughs> okay. 
scared of the dark? Put on a light, scaredy cat, and read this book and give yourself dot 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 a flicker in the darkness. Jess and Alex. <laughs> Unethical doctors, jewelry thieves, alarming alarm system installations, and brothers who kill your friends. Read a flicker in the dark. Jess and Alex. Uh, that's my favorite one. <laughs> Read a flicker in the dark before it's lights out and gets swept away like a beaded bracelet from your wrist or swept away like a son's murders under a rug. Hey, son, let me clean that mess for you. <laughs> Jess and Alex. <laughs> it got dark real fast. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So All right, awesome. <laughs> make sure you check those back flaps for yeah. Jess and Alex's uh, submissions. They might put those on the movie poster. They 100% will. They 100% will. <laughs> That's going to be the, the phrase on the on the thing. It's going to say the movie and it'll be like, hey, son. Hilarious. All right. So let's transition into the cooking portion of our episode with some yummy cooking tips. For today, we're going to discuss Southern style tips and tricks. Mm. Jess, what do you have for us today? All right. So since we're talking about Southern, I wanted to bring up uh, a biscuit recipe that I use. We make biscuits, Southern biscuits, I would say like once a week or every other week, at least once uh, for breakfast or for lunch. And I have like a frittata I prepare with it or some eggs, whatever. But my family goes nuts for it. And it's pretty easy. There's very few ingredients. Before you start, you just have to take a stick of butter or uh, six tablespoons of butter, put it in your freezer for 30 minutes. You're going to need to grate the butter. So you want it to be as solid as possible. So while your butter is freezing, uh, take a bowl, put your two, put two cups of all-purpose flour, one teaspoon of salt, one teaspoon of baking soda, a tablespoon of baking powder, mix that all together. And then once your butter has reached 30 minute mark and it's cold enough, you take it out and you grate that butter into that bowl. And then using your hands, once you've done that, you know, kind of like squish it all together. You mix it with your hands, kind of making it more of how do, how do, how do you say it? Like you kind of like make it into a dough. Knead it? Yes. I didn't need you. Once you grate your butter and you put it into the bowl, you take your hands and you just knead it all together. Uh, it's going to be crumbly, but that's what you want. You put a little hole in the middle once you have it all mixed well together. Uh, and then you put a cup of buttermilk into there and then you mix that together. You're not using your hands now. You're just, you know, using whatever you started with before until it gets to be, you know, something you can work with. So it's going to be like a nice little dough. Then you take that dough. Put a little flour on your countertop or wherever you want to work. Put it on there. Spread it out with your hands or so or a roller. And then make it into a sections that you'll be able to fold. So I, I keep it all together, I'll be honest. And then I just fold each side over to the middle so you can have layers formed. And then I just kind of roll that out just a little bit. Not too much because you want them to be thick. And then take a biscuit cutter and just cut out eight um, biscuits Put them onto an already greased like cast iron pan or something you want to use and throw it um, right into the oven at 450 for 15 minutes. And then once they come out, I like to take the extra butter from the stick since you're using six tablespoons. Um, there'll be extra butter left over. So I usually just melt that, add a little honey, and then I uh, put that on top. So you can, you know, use a little brush, brush them on top. They're delicious. Everybody loves them. Sounds and they're really, amazing. really easy to make. Yeah, Not easy to, so to say, apparently, <laughs> but easy to make. Yeah. With the honey on top, especially. Yeah. I always add the honey butter. 
I have not made these, but I love them and I love going down south just to get these. <laughs> so today I'm going to give a recipe for our hush puppies because they're amazing and I love them. They're basically like corn muffins, but rolled into balls and deep fried. So what could be bad about that? So what you'll need for this recipe is half a cup of all-purpose flour, half a cup of yellow cornmeal, half a teaspoon of salt, a quarter teaspoon baking soda, half a teaspoon of freshly ground pepper, one large egg, half a cup of buttermilk, one cup minced onion, and two cups of vegetable oil. So the first thing you're gonna do is add all of your dry ingredients to a bowl. You'll combine them and just make sure that it's mixed well. Then I actually did wanna mention that I did get this website online. It's from southernliving.com. Sorry, I forgot to mention that earlier. Uh, then you're going to combine your wet and dry ingredients and you'll stir everything together with the egg and buttermilk. And then you're going to add that to the dry ingredients, stir until everything is moistened, and then stir in the onion. And then pretty much the last step is that you're going to pour your oil into a 10 inch cast iron skillet or whatever you have. You're going to get the heat up to 375 degrees and then drop the batter by the tablespoons into the oil and fry it in batches for about three minutes um, on each side or until they're like a nice golden brown. And then you can drain them on some paper towels and serve them once they're ready. You can really serve them right away. Just don't burn your mouth if you want to eat them when they're fresh. Also, I obviously I haven't tried this, but I'm wondering if you could, for a healthier option, maybe fry these in the air fryer. They'd probably still come out okay, but you might have to do some type of refrigeration or something with the batter first. So if anybody has a tip or trick for hush puppies or any other type of Southern style cooking, let us know. Send us an email. Reach out to us on our socials. If we test out your suggestion, we'll credit you and discuss the outcome in the future. As you may recall, on Tuesday, we introduced the ingredient of the week, which was wine, inspired by the wine that Chloe drinks at her engagement party and throughout the novel. We were each supposed to make something using that ingredient. So now we'll review the outcome. Alex, what'd you make? All right. So I'm going to talk about this lemon wine sauce that I make for my pasta. Mm. It's really quick and really easy and really tasty. So basically, I, I like to make this with some type of long pasta. I prefer like angel hair or some type of thin spaghetti is my favorite, but you could use it with whatever pasta you wish. And while your pasta is cooking, you just put on the stove in a pan. You do a little bit of oil and you're going to saute some garlic and onions or and you can add other veggies if you want. I like to add hot peppers, usually jalapenos or something, unless I'm cooking it for other people. And then I try to leave those out because, you know, people don't like it spicy for some reason. Anyway, once those are cooked, maybe after a few minutes, once they're aromatic and maybe the onions are browning a little bit, then you're just going to add in to taste. Uh, I don't really use specific measurements, maybe about a half a cup of wine, cook it down, add in lemon juice. You can also add a little bit of uh, chicken broth or vegetable broth or something like that. Might cut the uh, the wine and lemon flavor a little bit. If you don't like it too strong, I personally like it very lemony, so I add a lot of lemon. And you just let that simmer on low until your pasta's ready, and then you pour it over, and it's delicious. So there you go. It sounds delicious. Oh, I forgot to mention it should be white wine. You could use really any kind. I usually like to use a Chardonnay. Yeah, same. I usually like to use Chardonnay or Pinot, but yeah. either work. Just yeah. a dry white wine. Yeah, uh, but I make a, an Alfredo sauce. I've been making it for a long, long time. So I'll share that recipe with you guys. And same thing, you're going to use um, uh, like a third a cup of wine in this one. So maybe you know, as long as it's a white, dry wine, you're fine. But like we were saying, Chardonnay, Pinot, 
uh, whatever you have on hand. So you're going to take an onion, you're going to chop it up. You want to do it kind of like minced. You don't want them too, too thick, too big of a piece. You're going to chop that up and you're going to also dice up two to three cloves of garlic. And I say two to three because some people like less garlic. I don't really like those people. Some people like uh, less garlic and some people like more garlic. So if you want to add more, go ahead. But I like a garlic flavor in my Alfredo. All the garlic. I know. You could leave it out entirely if you're one of those. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Put a pan on the stove for a saucepan. Uh, Put a saucepan on the stove at medium heat. You're going to throw in your garlic with a little bit of olive oil. Don't leave it on too long, maybe like a minute tops. And then you throw in your onion and you let that simmer for a little bit. Sprinkle a little salt on top of the onion um, and you let that stay for a little while. Um, Once it starts to get translucent looking, the onion, then you're going to pour in your wine. It's about a third cup of the white wine. You're going to make sure that that wine, the liquid dissolves a lot. So once that looks like it cooked down to maybe even half uh, of what it was, you add an entire stick of butter. Okay. After the butter is all melted, then you're going to um, mix that all up. You're going to put, this is my special ingredient here, a pinch of nutmeg. Tell no one. Pinch of nutmeg. I know that sounds Mm -hmm. so weird. And you're like, nutmeg? But I swear, you don't taste the nutmeg. It just enhances the flavors. And it's really, really good. That sounds really good. Uh, So you put a pinch of nutmeg and then um, you could add other flavors if you want. You could add, you know, your red pepper flakes or whatever you want to add in here. Um, Or you could just leave it at that and add some pepper. So then once that's done, you're going to, on the side, have a little bowl of two egg yolks. No egg whites because it will make this not work. Has to be egg yolks and you have to pre whisk them. So, whisk them ahead of time. And then you're going to temper the eggs. So, what that means is you just take a little bit of the liquid that's already on the stove, uh, little by little, you just, you know, take a couple spoonfuls and mix it into the egg in the bowl until um, the temperature is right because you don't want scrambled eggs in your Alfredo. That would be gross. So, once you have it tempered just a little bit, maybe like a half a cup's worth or so, maybe a little less. Then you could pour the whole thing into the pan, mix it all up together and wait about a minute or two until it thickens, because that's going to help thicken your sauce. Um, and what's also going to help thicken it would be obviously adding some cheese. Uh, so you could use two cups of heavy cream. You could also use half and half or you can use some kind of substitute if you wanted to. You could even reduce that to like one and a half cups if you wanted to. But um, one of those, I usually just pour in one of those little half pints um, and that works perfectly. And then you're going to lower your heat. You're going to add in a half a cup of shredded Parmesan cheese. Uh, Reggiano cheese is the best. And a half a cup of shredded Romano cheese. You can even sub out. One time I didn't have Romano cheese and I added like I think Fantina or cheddar and it was delicious. Um, So you can use whatever you have on hand with that. Mix it all together once it gets really thick. You could add a little more salt and pepper if it needs it. Give it a taste test. If it doesn't, you could take it off and whatever pasta you want to use. Or if you don't want to even use pasta and use this as a dip, that also is delicious. So enjoy. Sounds amazing. I think I've had your Alfredo sauce before. I think you made it for me once when I was there and it was a delight. It really was. (laughs) Well, now you know my secret with the nutmeg. Yeah. (laughs) If you have a yummy recipe using wine, send us an email or reach out to us on our socials. If we test out your suggestion, we'll credit you and discuss the outcome in the future. Okay, so let's get into our Judge a Thang segment of our episode, our potty sode. We're going to start out with Judge a Book by its cover. We know that we're not really supposed to do this, but for today we are because it's our game and it's fun. So we're each going to pick a book that the other person hasn't read, and we'll each have to guess what that book is about based solely on the cover. Jess, what do you have for me today? Okay. So I have an orange background with pink flowers on it and 
and a bee, a bumblebee on the top. The book is called Honeybees and Distant Thunder by Riku Onda. Okay. I feel like this is payback for the carousel cover I gave you because I have no idea what this is about. <laughs> it's just flowers <laughs> on an orange cover. <laughs> Uh, honeybees and distant thunder. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to say it's a fiction and I'm going to say it's about a woman living in mm, some type of colonial times, let's say. And she's living out West in the United States. Mm, maybe not, but whatever. I'm going to go with it. And she makes friends with the local honeybees. She She's a honeybee, a, a honey collector. And it's about colonists coming and trying to take her land and that's what the thunder represents it's like they're coming from a faraway land to come and disrupt her honeybee business and she ends up losing her her honeybee business because of these these colonizers and that that's what i think this book is about <laughs> no no and no <laughs> Yeah, this was very mean, this cover. Yeah. <laughs> uh, once again, the flowers have nothing to do with anything in this book, <laughs> nor do the honeybees. Okay. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this story is about uh, a girl in Japan, actually. Uh, I was going to guess Japan. Yeah, uh, well, oh, well, I thought maybe um, it would have gave it away about like the, the author because it's a Japanese writer. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I like my Asian lit. Yeah. But, uh, but this is about a girl who is a prodigy. She's a, like a child prodigy and she stopped performing after her mom dies. Um, and now she's trying to make a comeback. Okay. A prodigy of what? Uh, she's a musician. Um, okay. She plays piano, but she's never had lessons. She doesn't even own a piano. She just basically got on the piano one day and started playing and she was great at it. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It's um inspired by true events, actually, I believe. And now that I'm thinking about it, actually, I think she is a beekeeper or maybe her family is beekeepers. It definitely has something to do with bees, I think, actually. Okay. I don't remember. I read it a long time ago. Yeah. It was okay. I mean, I, I think I liked it. I don't remember. So that's not great. Mm -hmm. But I feel like um, it had some impact because I remembered it. So there you go. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. It sounds yeah. good. It sounds yeah. interesting. It it's sounds a, cool... a little sad too. Yeah. It, it's definitely serious. Like, you know. Yeah. But I like the, the title a lot. I mean, it is a pretty title. Yeah, it's a pretty cover, too. Yeah, it is. But also erroneous to the content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> erroneous. Yeah, erroneous on all accounts. Yeah. What do you got for me? All right. So I have one that has a lot in it. I'm going to show it to you real quick, and then I'll describe it. For those who can't see it, you're not even looking. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> For those who can't All see right. it, including you. Hold on. Let me describe it. So this is the first in the Mistborn series, the trilogy. The, it, the title is The Final Empire by Brandon Sanderson. And on the, the cover, in the bottom left-hand corner, we see a giant man's face with some weird-ass eyes and teeth. Okay. Oh and then in the background, we can see a character with short hair, what looks like a dress, no shoes, kind of flying with a blade. And then there's a lot of like swirls and stuff in the back. And some of it's kind of hard to make out, but it looks like there's some orange and blue and like lots of swirly things. And the M in the Mistborn title looks like crown, kind of. Yeah, a little. Okay. Uh, a lot of purple going on. Mm -hmm. Let me see. Zoom in on that guy's face. Crazy look in that face. Mm. Okay. Uh, well, Brandon Sanderson, I'm going to say, is fantasy. Um, 
I mean, this is probably his autobiography or something. You're messing with me. <laughs> I hope not. That, that would be his face, and that's sad. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say that this is definitely a, a fantasy series or maybe sci-fi, but I'm going to go fantasy. And because the <clears throat> M looked like uh, a crown, I'm going to say this is about some kind of ruler. Uh whether he lost his reign or something's going on in um, in this world that he has to try and maybe there's a mist and maybe he was born in the mist and he has to try and uh, eradicate this mist or maybe maybe somebody's gunning for his crown okay <laughs> and you know he's trying to like you know hell no you can't have my crown and he's like you know like and people are like we want it we want it and he's like get the hell out of here people uh that's one of the scenes in it. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to say maybe like that scary guy. Maybe it has something to do with like the afterlife or hell or like, uh, I don't know, maybe some kind of like a devil on his shoulder. Some kind of um, mean spirit that's either possessing him or haunting him or haunting the land. And he has to try to defeat it. OK, um, so there is a king. But the book is not about him. So basically, okay. this is a fantasy, you were correct. And the story follows the protagonist. There, there's kind of two protagonists. One is Vin. She's like a young slave girl. And the other one is Kelsier, who is kind of the leader of this underworld um, group of allomancers. So in this world, they have powers and they use allomancy um, to gain those powers, which is basically like it's, it's a really cool magic system i'm not going to get too in-depth into it because he explains it really in depth in the book and i, I don't want to do it disjustice but it's essentially linked to the metals so like if they swallow a small amount of nickel it'll um help them they can basically like push away things like that i, I don't know how to explain it really I don't, like i said i don't want to do it a disservice but it's a really interesting magic system and it's kind of based in some type of like science it's cool and they work together so kelsier uh recruits vin into his circle because she is able to use allomancy and she's pretty powerful she didn't even know it and the goal is to um overrule the lord ruler who is the king of this land and he's pretty evil he he rules with an iron fist and it's about this like criminal crew that comes together and work together to to overcome the the kingdom so it's really good Sounds interesting i highly recommend it i really enjoyed reading it it's pretty long and it's very detailed the world building and the magic system are incredibly developed so that's why it's hard to explain because there's like a lot of little details um yeah. Well, it's but, Brandon Sanderson. I expected that. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it's really good. I read this, I think, in, yeah, I read it at the end of 2022. I rated it five stars, but I did not read the second or third one yet. So oh. they're on my list. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I, it sounds really good. How many? I think um, you would like it, yeah. How many books are in the series? There's, the series? there's three. It's a trilogy for this okay. one. Yeah. I think there might be a novella attached to it as well. I'm not sure. I know at least one of his series has a novella, and I can't remember if it's this one. Okay. Uh, yeah. Adding that to my list. Thank you. Yeah, I think you would like it a lot. All right. So now we're going to judge a bro. So we're each going to pick a character from a book that the other person hasn't read, and each person has to guess the character's role in the book, their personality traits, and possibly what they look like based on their name alone. Alex, what do you got for me? Okay. So the name is Fox Thornton. And the book is It Happened One Summer by Tessa Bailey. What's the name? Fox? Fox Thornton. 
I want to read this book. It's on my TBR. I know it's a romance. Yeah. Fox Thornton. I hope that's not like the main love interest guy's name. Fox. I don't know. Is it? That, that reminds me of, uh, that reminds me of, um, you've got mail. Fox. F-O-X. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be a nickname. All right, whatever. I'm going to go with it. It's, it's, it's the guy love interest. It's, um, the male protagonist. Well, not protagonist, but the male love interest of the protagonist. Uh, it's probably not neither of those. Probably side character friends, but I'm just going to rock with this. And, um, and he's very charming and uh, he's very handsome. He, I don't know, he, he's, he's, he's good looking and he's nice. <laughs> and when it happened that summer, um, it happened well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, whatever. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> All right. Handsome. So fine. he is not the male love interest. He is the friend of the male love interest. I figured. <laughs> I figured <laughs> he is the male love interest in the sequel, though, uh, oh, okay. hook, line and sinker. So and he is very charming. You were right about that. He is very handsome. He's kind of a Lothario type. He kind of, you know, is like a playboy, um, very charming, very handsome and funny as well. So I liked him. I liked uh, his character. And there's really not that much more to it. They are romance books. So it's not like you know, super in depth with the detail in terms of like plot or anything with him, but gotcha. he's a fun, yeah, he's a fun side character. He's cute. I like the name Fox. Is that his nickname or that's his real name? I believe that's his real name. Hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. You ready for me? I'm ready. Sasha. Okay. From A Visit from the Goon Squad. Oh, okay. This is a kid's book, I think. Um, I can't, oh, man, I can't remember. All right. It doesn't matter. So Sasha is, hmm, hmm. Is she the protagonist? I'm going to say she's not the protagonist. Um, she's a friend. Uh, all right. I'm going to go similar to, to what you were saying with the other one. I'm going to say it's a friend to the protagonist. Um, I think this is about kids. I'm not, I don't really remember what this book is. So I'm going to say she's like 12 years old and she's the best friend of the protagonist and they go on a fun adventure and they it's a coming of age story. So they they go through a lot of fun things together and by the end of they at one point they have a falling out and they don't talk to each other and then they come back together by the end and i think that she has dirty blonde hair cut to her chin and she's kind of a tomboy that's what i'm gonna go with am okay. i right at all is it not a kid's book <laughs> i couldn't is, i can't remember <laughs> it is 100 percent not a kid's book god damn it okay <laughs> No, I, don't it know why a, I thought that <laughs> it is a serious book and it's about fiction and technology and how technology affects a group of people. Mm. Uh, and Sasha is one of the main uh, protagonist people, oh. but it is it does follow a, a bunch of people. What I love okay. about this book and this book is actually on our TBR that I wanted to talk about it. Yeah. Um. But this book is like, you know how like they'll have like somebody each uh, each chapter. But in this particular case, each person is has something to do with Sasha or somebody else. So it's it starts out, let's say, with okay. Sasha and then somebody that knows Sasha and then somebody that knows that person that knows Sasha that, and, and, and so on and so forth. Oh, OK. It's like the six degrees of Sasha. Yeah. OK. Yes, basically. So. All right. So uh, 
it doesn't have to do with it's not a coming of age story, but it does follow her from different decades. So you you see her when she's in college in her 20s and you see her again mm-hmm. up until uh, maybe like 40s, 50s. And actually, it does refer to her when she's younger, too, now that I'm thinking about it. So it kind of, you know, does follow a couple of ages from her. So that's interesting that you, that you said that, uh, but not a kid's book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she also had an issue, too, where she was abused by an uncle, I think. Mm. I think it was an uncle, but abused when she was a child. She also she's a thief. <laughs> she steals people's <laughs> things um, to feel something from their objects. Uh, she's very interesting character. I really I really like Sasha. OK. And uh, she's very complex. And you she doesn't have short hair um, and she's not blonde, but it's like strawberry blonde. Oh, so. OK. Well, at least I had the light hair down. Kind of. I think I think he would really like this book, actually. Yeah, it's this is on it's on my TBR. And yeah. I was I just I don't know, I guess because it kind of sounds a little bit like Goon Squad, like kids. And that must be why I thought that. But, yeah, um, it's there's a reason for the name. Uh, yeah. I don't really remember it, but I know uh, I think there's a there's a couple of people that are in this book were in a band. And I think Sasha was friends with the people in the band. And I think they were the goon squad. Oh, I think cool. that's what it was. But yeah. I, don't quote me on that because I don't remember. But but okay. I like this book a lot. I gave it a high rating. I remember that. Yeah, I want to read that. All right. So we've judged a book by its cover. We've judged a bro. Now let's judge a tit. Just kidding. <laughs> let's judge a title. <laughs> it gets me every time. I know. <laughs> Sorry, listeners, but it's just never going to not be funny for us. Like, don't judge me, but I think tit might be the funniest word I've ever heard in my life. All right. (laughs) All right. So now we'll each pick a book that the other person hasn't read. The other person will have to guess what that book is about based on the title of the book. Jess, what's your title for me? Oh, I forgot to say before, by the way, that um, uh, A Visit from the Goon Squad is by Jennifer Egan. Sorry. Oh, thank you. Yes. Okay. So my title for you is the buddha in the attic uh, you've told me about this book i'm pretty sure i can never remember all right um i'm going to say that this is an asian book maybe a chinese author and it's a contemporary fiction about a person growing up in modern china that is conflicted about their religious experience and the buddha in the attic represents this idea that they've put their religion on the back burner but throughout the novel they end up being confronted with situations that make them reflect back on the religion that's what i'm gonna go with okay so um what genre did you say this was um uh, contemporary fiction okay uh it is well it is contemporary fiction right i think so kind of kind of also like historical fiction okay all right so basically um you were right it is asian obviously inspired but it does take place in america and japan okay. uh so this is a story i loved this book by the way i this is a this is a novella because it was like only 140 pages or something like that okay. um it's a really quick read but uh it was so interesting because it was Instead, it's like in first person narration, but plural. So the whole book is we, we, we. And it's basically about uh, a group of little girls sent here from Japan to be mail order brides. Oh, okay. And uh, they come on over here to older men 
Um, the pictures that they were sent were of the men when they were younger. So they thought they were coming here to marry young men and they're really older men. Kind of disturbing. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and you find out that this is real. This is really happened. It really took place. And uh, they start rounding them up to put them into camps when um, Pearl Harbor happens. Mm. And okay. even though they've been here for the majority of their life, most of them came here when they were like 12. Mm -hmm. um, they've been here the majority of their life and uh, they are still targeted um, as, you know, outsiders. It was really, really interesting read. I, I really loved the sections that they would say, we mm -hmm. did this, we did that. And then they would start talking about themselves individually because they didn't see themselves as individuals. It's, it's just mm -hmm. It's very impactful. I, I yeah. advise anyone to read it um, and just check it out. And it actually really did open my eyes to the fact that this happens. I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, they don't teach this in school. So, um, but it's by Julie Atsuka. It won a lot of awards. It was excellent. I gave it a five star. I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, I, I actually do remember learning about that in school, about did the internment camps that they had in America. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah, yeah it is. It is horrible. First of all, it's, really it's horrible, too, that they were sending these little girls over here that they were like 12 getting yeah. married. Randomly I know. Because they wanted them to be American citizens. And the whole Buddha thing, basically, when they're leaving their houses to go to internment camps, one of them is consistent uh, is thinking about the Buddha in her attic. Mm. So that's what it ties oh. into. OK. Um. So it's it. you were right, kind of, that they're. uh. They had to have their have an, an issue and then they um they had to abandon basically their beliefs, things like yeah. that. They had abandoned their culture. Right. In a sense. Yeah. They had to hide sad. their culture in the attic. Right. Sad. Yeah. You would definitely like this book. Yeah. All right. Well sorry. Sorry to get somber on you. That's okay. <laughs> that's all right. My title for you is A Child Called It. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. A child called it. All right. So this is a background book, fiction, background book about it from the Adams family and his coming to age. <laughs> uh, and how he grew up and, you know, he was bullied. OK, because, you know, if anyone doesn't know uh, it from the Adams family is basically just all hair in front of his face. <laughs> so, you know, he was bullied in school. People were really mean. They didn't take kindly to the fact that he, you know, looked like a brush rather than a person, <laughs> uh, you know, and this, <laughs> this is coming to age novel. And it's a very interesting read because you who even thinks of it. Right. Um, and a couple of times, too, it's referenced in the book. He's watching it while he's coming of age and he's getting scared of it you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i did not expect it to go in that direction you uh you took me by surprise i'm baffled <laughs> oh my god well, was i right i would read that no of course you, you weren't <laughs> of you would read the coming of age story of it from the that sounds hilarious <laughs> That sounds like such a funny book. All right. This book is not funny at all. So it's actually a nonfiction and it is the story. It's written by Dave Peltzer and it's his true life experience of growing up in a household where he was severely abused and neglected by his mother and at times his other siblings. Um, I won't get into detail because it does get very graphic, um, but it was very impactful. It's a pretty popular book. Um, I think they might have made it into a movie. I can't recall, but really, really, really disturbing and sad, but very good. And yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be able to read that book. That's a trigger for me. Yeah, I don't think you'd be able to read this, but if anybody is interested, it, it is worthwhile. It is very good. Just 
check your triggers and be prepared for some really uh, disturbing subject matter. Ugh, that's something that would give me nightmares, by the way. Yeah. Well, it's even worse because it is a true story told from his perspective. So just yeah. the thought of this alone might give me a nightmare later. I can't wait to hug my I can't wait to hug my kid. Oh. But uh, but yeah, if you guys are interested, though, in the coming of age of it, um, maybe I'll write something for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please do. I would love to read it. I really like the part where you were like, oh, you know, he really resembles a hairbrush. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a scene in the playgrounds, Alex, where, you know, he's on the swing, just minding his own business and somebody knocks him off the swing and he's like, hey, hairbrush. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing over there, hairbrush? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Why don't you comb your way out of here? You know, oh, and then he went home God. crying. So the cool thing about, you know, having hair in front of your face is you don't even need tissues. You could just wipe your hair. You wipe your eyes with your hair. Mm. That's um, that's true. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's move into our game for this week. <laughs> All right. So for this week's game, we need to shut off our screens. So we're in the dark here. Just kidding. <laughs> Not really. We will be playing what we're going to be calling in the dark charades. Uh, so since we can't act it out because you won't be able to see that and how unfun would that be? Uh, we'll instead describe things to one another in five words or less, which sounds like quite the challenge. So mm-hmm. let's see if we can do this. Uh, we're going to be using something called randomwordgenerator.com uh, that we each have set up on our phones to randomly generate words for us. And we're going to have to try to guess and see what the other person is talking about. All right. The only thing All that right. we are uh, allowed to say that is not included in the five words or less will be the topic. Uh, person, place, or thing won't count as well. Okay? Okay. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, Alex, what you got? All right. So this is a thing. Okay. All right. I'm going to try to do this in five words. Brown, hairy, grows on face. <laughs> uh, hair, uh, mustache. No. Beard. No. Okay, hold on. Brown, hairy, grows on body. A pimple? No. A dick? Um. <laughs> Brown hairy grows on face or grows on body. Shit. Uh, you know this. You know it. Eyebrows. No. Hair. It has to be hair follicles. No. You get one more guess. I don't know. What else could it possibly be? Wait. A zit? A pimple? No, they're not brown. Oh, a beauty mark. Close. A mole. Okay. Okay. <laughs> mole. Molly, 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 molly. It's like, you know this. <laughs> okay. What's my word? I mean, what's my clues? Okay. Uh, a place, movie, scenes, filming, on the. On the set? Yes. Oh, nice. Yes. <laughs> it was just set, but I went with that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Woo, all nice. right. <laughs> All right. This one is, I guess, a thing again. All right. Books, sections, one, two, three. Series? No. Genre? No. One, two, three. Okay. Four? Section of a book. Chapter. Yes. Chapter. All right. (laughs) Nice. Okay. Uh, The next one is Hungry, Built Up, and Blank. Hungry, build up an appetite. Yes. Nice. Okay. (laughs) All right. This one, 
grows on animals. Fur. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. First, they're then sweet. Sour. Yes. Okay. All right. This one is an organ. Poop. Oh. Poop. <laughs> Sorry. An organ in A body. Botox? Botox? No. In in body. Poop. <laughs> what? Inflamed. Anus? Colonoscopy. Oh, colonoscopy. <laughs> colonoscopy is an actual, like... A- thing you get done it's a procedure yeah to this organ you could have said procedure i'm sitting here thinking what no it's not colonoscopy it's not colonoscopy it's the organ oh oh colonoscopy is one of the clues yes (laughs) (laughs) okay i can't i was like wait a second i was like that's erroneous all right uh okay um i don't know if this is a person place or thing and we haven't been saying them anyway so i'm not gonna bother there i know all right. In wars, says this, Switzerland. Neutral? Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> At first I was like, I like to coordinate with these. <laughs> I was like, that doesn't make sense. With right. neutrals? Yeah, neutral <laughs> colors. I like neutral colors. You're funny. All right. Do not operate heavy blank. Machinery. Yes. Okay. Uh, don't like place gone elsewhere. <laughs> Do not like place elsewhere. Don't like is workplace one word? Yeah. Don't like workplace leaving other. <laughs> okay. Job? New new job? No, Resign? Is, uh okay. Need more funds making a living? <laughs> making a don't like this class. Hmm. Peace. Peace out. Let's <laughs> attempt here. Hold on. This is hard, this one. Okay. Uh, Leaving? A- making a bank transaction. Oh, Someone- withdraw. No. Damn. To other. Bank transaction to other. Transfer? Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> so difficult. All right. All right. I want to speak with blank manager. Yes. <laughs> okay, Karen. <laughs> okay. Uh, the social blank movie nerd network. Yes. <laughs> I like the five words. All right. Hand me the scalpel. Says person. Close. Nurse. Close. Assistant. More specific. Surgeon. Yes. Yay. (laughs) All right. Salt and pepper. None of your business. Love that song. Me too. <laughs> if I want to take a guy home with me tonight, it's none, it's none of your, your business. business. And if she want to get be freaking, freaking hanging on the weekends, all right, it's none of your business. All right, not, I don't think it's hanging on the weekend. I think it's something else. But whatever, it's fine. Yeah, love that song. It's like selling on the weekends or something. Salt um, and pepper. Who? All right. All right. <laughs> Five nickels equals this time. No. Oh my god. Quarter. Yes. 
I was concerned about you for a second. I was like, how do you calculate your money? <laughs> Can you calculate at all? <laughs> uh, okay. Not needed. Put away in storage. Yes. Nice. Okay. Graduate college with this paper. Diploma. Close is another word for that. Certificate. No. Degree. Yes. <laughs> They're all the same. I have for someone who has two of them, it took way too long. <laughs> all right. That's sad. Uh, this is easy. This one. Okay. Our favorite book genre. Fantasy. Boom. <laughs> easy. <laughs> all right. Oh. On Nickelodeon, people got blanked. Slimed. Yes. Just slime, yes. but yes. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were going to get that reference. I was like, I don't know if I you know this. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, what I'm doing. Shutting up. <laughs> uh, mouth shut. Lips okay. tight. Okay. Uh, the mm, patient. Oh, silent. Okay. But different. <laughs> Quiet. Um, the act of. The action. Silenced. Yes. Okay. Violence. Yes. <laughs> All right. Lorelai works here. Or Lorelai works at Anne Blank. In. Yes. Yes. Let's do two more each, right? Okay. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Lucky you. Beach. Water. Vacation. Lucky ocean. You. Ocean. Water. No. Ocean meets the. Sea, beach, sand. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the ocean doesn't meet. The oh, ocean doesn't meet the. Uh, yeah. The water well, because the ocean is the water. The okay. ocean meets the sea. Isn't that a saying? Yeah, Maybe not. She said sea, right? <laughs> no. It's from sea to shining sea. All right, I'm done. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, don't be so blank. Old? No. <laughs> Stupid? No. <laughs> Oh, hold on. Don't be so... All right. Grandma? No. Come on. Don't be so blank. Boring? Dull. No. Pussyfoot. No. All right. <laughs> pussyfoot. <laughs> That's another funny word. Don't be so pussyfoot. Um, my, <laughs> my skin is really blank. Scaly. No. <laughs> it's the same word. Don't be so scaly. Because of my scaly skin? What the fuck? Oh my god. I don't know. We'll try the, again. The microphone is very blank. Picks up sounds. Uh, loud? No. Um, little baby is so blank. <laughs> what? <laughs> Forget it. It's <laughs> sensitive. <laughs> Oh, talk to me like grandma. I'm thinking teeth. I'm thinking all dent dentures. I was, thinking, oh, I was thinking about how we make fun of each other and Doug and stuff, and we're like, "Oh, you're so sensitive, grandma." <laughs> I was misled, and I demand a new word. I tried to give other examples, and you said "pussyfoot" <laughs> and "scale." <laughs> Pussyfoot's a funny word. It is a funny word. All right. All right. Uh, like a virgin, touched for the very first time. Perfect. <laughs> All right. VIP blank backstage. Pass. No, close. Person. Though. Um, 
all blank backstage VIP. Press? No. Access. Yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Far out. Okay. Uh, this is a Britney song, but you might not get it. It was only your. I don't know. All right. Uh, he was lurking in the dark <laughs> corner. Uh, Peter basement. Pan. Peter Pan fought with his. Fought with his? Oh, mind? Oh, Peter Pan was chasing his. Shadow? Yeah. Uh, it's a Britney song and it's excellent. It was only okay. Shadow. Nobody else. Um, <laughs> one. Uh, well, that was a lot of fun. It was. I demand another word, though, because you you, you lied and pussyfooted me. Fine. Fine. <laughs> you get one more. Good. The opposite of dark. Light. Yes. <laughs> that was the easiest one ever. It wasn't even fun. All right, I, didn't, fine. I didn't think sensitive was that hard. <laughs> it was pretty difficult, apparently. Don't be so pussyfooting. <laughs> oh, my skin's so scaly. The microphone's so loud. <laughs> Grandma voice. How am I supposed to know? Oh, come on over. That's the grandma voice. That's not the sensitive. Oh, you're so sensitive like a little baby. That's the, that's the voice I use. I, all my voices sound the same. It's not fair. <laughs> that's the real issue. It's just, just all my voices sound the same. Oh, my God. Well, all right. Uh, <laughs> we played charades in the dark here. We're in the dark here. That was right. fun. And you might see that segment again. That game might yeah. reoccur because that was pretty fun. Definitely. That was a blast. Yeah. <laughs> You're a blast. You're right. a blast. <laughs> With a dick. All right. We're going to turn the podcast over to Jess's husband, Doug, for a manly minute or a Dougly minute or a chug of Doug. We tried to get Alex's husband involved, but he's too shy. Maybe in the future. For now, here's a healthy chug of Doug. And now a healthy chug of Doug. Hey, what's going on, guys? How's everybody doing today? Uh, you guys ready for Halloween? Huh? You gonna get dressed up? Trick or treating? Huh? Can you go to some Halloween parties? Jess and I went to a Halloween party. We, uh, she went as Napoleon Dynamite. I went as Rex Quando. You know, got the people going. They loved it. Everybody kept coming up, talking about how great the costumes were. I was like, I know, forget about it. <laughs> forget about it. They, uh, they. <laughs> Sorry. Think I go home and stall every night just like Peter Pan over here? Forget about it. <laughs> oh, so what, uh, what else is going on, huh? The uh, my hockey picks over oh, my last three not going not going well, guys. We're struggling over here. You know, I was eleven to twelve at one point. It's now like 12 16, 12 for seventeen. We, you know, we took a little spill out there, but we're gonna get back up because in life you gotta get back up no matter what. Except for if you break your legs, then it's going to be an issue getting back up. You're probably going to have to call for an ambulance, you know? Ask one of your friends to drive you to the hospital, maybe a family member. Uh, no, that's all I got for you guys today, you know? Enjoy it. <laughs> I can't with you because you're laughing the whole time. Stay tuned for the next Manly Minute where you can get tips about sports, working out, reading, gaming, and other fun topics. Just a reminder to stay after the episode for some bloopers and bonus content. Next Tuesday, October 31st, we'll be reading and reviewing Mary and Awakening of Terror, 
by Nat Cassidy. Join us then for our first spooky special episode on this horror novel. And then join us again next Thursday, November 2nd, for another potty episode. Don't forget to mark your calendar for our next book of the month episode, which will air on Wednesday, November 29th. We'll be reading and discussing Tommy Orange's novel, There, There. Get ready for our next bonus episode. Date and book will be announced soon. If you haven't read the upcoming books but would like to, head on over to the link in our bio and get a copy for yourself so that you can participate in future discussions. You don't pay anything extra, but if you make a purchase using our link, we get a small commission. So thank you so much for supporting us. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, it would really mean a lot to us if you would leave a positive review on Spotify, Apple, or whichever streaming service you use. We would really appreciate it also if you could spread the word by telling friends and family about our podcast. And of course, we want to say thank you to all of our listeners. We really appreciate each and every one of you. We also want to remind everyone to be on the lookout for our live events on TikTok. Yep, we'll be doing some live events soon, and we will post upcoming dates on our socials. If you're just tuning in, this is what you can expect from our podcast. We're going to be releasing new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, so be sure to check out our socials for updates and also some bonus content. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and other platforms. Click on the link in our bio for access to all of our socials, our website, and other links. We encourage you to reach out to us with thoughts, ideas, questions, and feedback. You can email us at bookswithcooks at gmail.com. You can also find our full book reviews on Goodreads. These links will also be available at the link in bio. If no one told you today, you're important and valued. You belong here. You're doing great. And we believe in you. Now let's turn the page and put a fork in it because we're done with this one. or something why would i moon you <laughs> wait maybe i'll moon cheese you okay i'm sorry i'm done full moon right no i want to name the episode <laughs> freeze that dick, <laughs> freeze that dick. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> all right so that brings us now to our speech series as you know we like to inspan all right so that brings us to our speech series As you know, we like to enhance your speech as well as our own. We're going to be taking these from the Well-Spoken Thesaurus by Tommy the Heels or Tom Healer. For this week, the phrase you're not going to use is, now that I think about it. Instead, you're going to say, in retrospect. So instead of saying, now that I think about it, she might want that dick, you could say, (laughs) in retrospect. I think she would like that dick. (laughs) So instead of saying, now that I think about it, instead you can say, in retrospect. For example, now that I think about it, that turkey was on the lawn. (laughs) Instead you can say, in retrospect, (laughs) the turkey was on the lawn.
recipe is you have to take a stick of butter or at least six tablespoons of butter and put it in the freezer for 30 minutes because you want that to get nice and uh, stiff, hard. (laughs) (laughs) Your child. Because you want it, you want, because you don't want that butter to be too soft. Or that dick. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta freeze the D. I can't, I can't even function right now. I hate you so much. Just stop it and I'll start it again. Okay. Ingredients, but before you start, you have to take a stick of butter or, you know, six uh, tablespoons of butter, put it in the freezer for 30 minutes. You want it to, um, sounds dirty. You want it to uh, be very solid. No. <laughs> That's a solid dick. <laughs> Anything I said, anything. I was like, we wanted to tighten up. (laughs) Tighten up. (laughs) Like the butter's just gonna tighten up. (laughs) Just say saucing, man. Most people are not gonna have a dirty mind. (laughs) All right. You're on mute. Next Tuesday, October 31st, we will be reading and reviewing Mary. An Awakening of Terror by Nat Cassidy. <laughs> I hate you so much. Why are you laughing? Because what's this? Mary, An Awakening of Terror. <laughs> what is that? Nobody can see you. <laughs> yeah. God, I'm not even going to look at you. Next Tuesday, October 31st, we will be reading and reviewing Mary, An Awakening of Terror by Nat Cassidy. Join us then for our first school special episode on this horror novel and again next thursday join us please for november's why am i saying please Jess, yes, I do have an example. In a flicker in the dark, Chloe was ravenous for some wine and Valium. (laughs) That really is, but it's true. (laughs) All right. In a flicker in the dark, yeah. Uh, In a the flicker flicker. (laughs) In a flicker in the dark, apparently. The people at the engagement party were ravenous for crawfish. Yes. And oh, that was <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The T-Rex was ravenous for some dino meat. Some dino dick. <laughs> some dino dick. And they look down, they go up. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, 
I'm hungry. <laughs> Are you hungry? I'm ravenous for some cheese. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you thought I was going to say something else. I knew. I thought you were going to say dick and then you said cheese. Exactly. <laughs> dick cheese. I threw you off. Dick cheese. <laughs> Let's hit you with some trivia. Let's hit you with some dick. I didn't I say let's hit you with some trivia. <laughs> you just want to say let's hit you with some dick. I'm going to hit you with my dick. All right. <laughs> just got it. Uh, yeah. You ready for it? Sure. She was ravenous for that dick. <laughs> <laughs> you the episode. <laughs> This might make it to the bloopers this part or it might be might be in. I don't know. All I know is that we wanted to name this episode of Flicker in the Dick. Flicker in the um, Dick. <laughs> we might. We might. I don't know. All right. Oh my god, Alex. All right, I have a real example. All right, here no, we go. She's ravenous so- for the dick is the real example. <laughs> hold on, I'm just gonna cut this now. My dogs are nuts, so hold on one sec. Judge a tip, eat a dick. Judge a tip. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you're wearing off on me. <laughs> uh... oh, I wish these drugs would stop. Do you hear them? A little bit, yeah. All right. So what are you snacking on today? I hope it's not dick cheese. I just had a Nature's Valley. I'm sorry. Not dick cheese. <laughs> you asshole. Uh, I, I'm, I just had a Nature Valley trail mix bar, dark chocolate cherry with cranberries in it as well. And I had a Red Bull, a sugar-free Red Bull. Uh, and earlier today, I actually... Um, had some dick. <laughs> so stupid. It really is. Wait, 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 wait. Excuse my pun. But this episode has gone down south. <laughs> oh my god. What are you eating? <laughs> Function right now. <laughs> what are you snacking on? All right, well, I have some moon cheese, the Gouda moon cheese, and some parm crisps. And I just finished my coffee. It was a chocolate Milano with some oat milk. It was iced, even though I told you I really would have preferred it hot because I was freezing. I'm sitting here with my heated blanket. But I made it iced because I didn't feel like washing my little milk steamer frother. All right, and that's enough of that. And I have some water as well. Okay. Yeah. All those cheese references. I know. <laughs> You're killing me today. I'm sorry. <sighs> I don't even know if this is even useful. I mean, this entire <laughs> thing you just made is 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 useful. Um, <clears throat> all right. Well, sounds like you're snacking on some good shit. <laughs> oh, it is. It's good. <laughs> all right. If you could describe yourself in two words only, what would they be? Fun fossil. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> no, I'm only kidding. <laughs> uh, describe myself. Like if I had to give like a description of myself as a character. Sure. Hmm. I don't know. You go first. Dick juggler. All right. <laughs> juggler? <laughs> Dick juggler in there? I did. All Sorry. right. I'm done. Dick. All right, Dick Gargler. Um, <laughs> I was going to say Gargler. Are you? That's hysterical. Uh, what are right. the odds? What are the odds? <laughs> All right. If you could describe yourself in two words only, what would they be? I'll go first. <laughs> uh, we're having a moment. Yeah. Um, thanks, because I'm laughing here. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I guess intelligent and honestly, generally kind of quiet, <laughs> just not around two words. Well, quiet. Oh, all right. I would describe you as a sassy spatula. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. No. All jokes aside, uh, my my description as like if you're describing my character, I guess would be Dick Juggler. <laughs> I don't even think we can answer this question. Not right now. Thanks for listening to my mommy and me and Alex. Bye.